This is CliffCentral.com. It's your special guest host on CliffCentral.com. Hello there. It's Olwi. I'm back for the second time and I'm here to spill the tea. So it's been a very interesting weekend. Firstly, I'm going to tell my story about my weekend, which was <laughs> all sorts of adventures. So I went to my friend's house in Houghton and it was a good night. We were drinking. We were turning up. We were, so I slept over also on account of I don't want to sleep in prison again. And it was just one of those nights, you know, where you're drinking the whole night and then we woke up and we drank some more. And then I decided that I need to go to Hearties. So I leave the house. And as I get out, I find my window is smashed. It was a proper break into my car. They went inside. They did whatever they want. They took a bag. <laughs> All they really got from inside the car was the bag with the instruction manual for the car. Because it's leather. They probably thought, you know what? This is so good. We are out here. We're going to have so much money. They probably thought there was a wad of money inside only to find that it's only the instruction manual. Anyway, so I decided, well, I'm still not going to miss Hearties. I went and parked where the shuttle was in the underground parking and just hope for the best. And yes, I found my car was fine because I parked in underground parking, but that's, that's enough of that drama. Anyway, um, speaking of smash and grabs, let's get into Bonang smashing and grabbing. <laughs> There's no other way to open a year than with a bang. And of course, true to Bonang's style, she was at, while well, she was at the, the Queen's Plate, she was at the Queen's Plate in Cape Town, she's the face of it, right? And there she was, running the show, making things happen. Meanwhile, the newspapers were putting together a story about her and and Zintle and AKA. So apparently, Zintle has taken AKA back. <laughs> so it's alleged in the in the in the article that he is juggling the two. So basically they're saying Zintle gets AKA on certain days and he still gets Bonang on certain days. They're trying to rebuild their families. And I was asking myself, like, if this story is true, then AKA must have some serious game. He must be someone else when he's dating. Because guys how is it that they are allowing him to... Firstly, Zintle, I've always thought Zintle is like a bit like... Like, like I've seen Zintle at a few performances and she wants what she wants, you know? And I thought she would never take him back because her mind is made up and, you know, there was a blog and everything. But it's also understandable because she's got a child with him and that bond never goes away. And if you've got a child, you sort of want your child... Like, I'd want my child to grow up with both parents, you know? And for her, maybe that's where she's coming from. And also, when you've dated someone for a long time, it's kind of difficult to completely let go immediately. And especially because there was an affair, you know what I mean? And then here comes Bonang, who apparently broke them up, and she's still with him also, apparently. But this is this is just weird for me. I think if he's juggling both, then he has a lot of work to do. And also he likes dating queens, because here he's dating the Queen Bee, and here he's dating the Queen of DJing. But anyway, I think this is the year that Bonang should find an actual man that she's 
going to be with permanently and properly. Like, I think she should stop this. I've seen, according to her track record, you can see that Monang has dated quite a lot of, a lot of powerful people. Like, she's dated AKA, who's sort of the king of hip hop. And she's dated Euphonic, who's a very big DJ and a powerful DJ in the country. She's dated Slicker, who at the time, he was like a big hip hop act. And he was like pretty important when it comes to hip hop. So, you can see that there's sort of a pattern. She enjoys being with the powerful guys. And I think at this stage, she should go and date like a CEO. I think Bonang should go for a CEO. She should find someone who's a managing director, something big in a company who has a very quiet life, who is still powerful because she has a penchant for powerful men. But also, they just stay together and... I think, I think that would be a very different, it would be a nice change for her, you know, to have, to go back home to a normal life and be with someone. I think that'll, that's a relationship that will last because being with rock stars and, you know, being with DJs and that kind of thing, it's good for a while. It's fun, but also you sort of, you sort of have to have a change of scenery and you ask yourself that maybe it's going to be a different, it's going to be a different way this time. But I think if they are putting things together, they're getting things back together with Zintle, I think good luck with that. And I think that's what that's, Bonang must just do best this year. This is CliffCentral.com. You're listening to The Tea with me, Olue too, And you can contact me if you want to say anything. You can call me on 0861-555-189. You can also tweet at cliffcentral.com. You can also on, you can put your comments on Facebook on Cliff Central. And the WeChat ID is Cliff Central. To send a message on WeChat, tap connect and then MSG to show. Message to show. So anyway, we're discussing the things that happened over the weekend. And Tapila Mkwena was talking about how he was involved in a hit and run. So, <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's sad because he got hit by a car, obviously. But the way that he went on, on Facebook was, he posted the longest thing. I'm sure from there you had to take a break and read because I read it. I thought I was going to quote it on the show when I was reading it on Facebook, but then I was like, this is too long. The show will probably end before I'm done with the post. So basically what happened to him is that he was jogging along, aiming for his 10 kilometers under 50 minutes, and there comes a car, a red Audi, apparently. And it's, it's driving in the fast play, fast lane. It slows down and goes into the slow lane and bumps him from behind. And then apparently it drove off, went back into the fast lane and drove off. And this was seen by, um, people who work in the street, garbage collectors, two garbage collectors who saw it, who I guess didn't take the number plate because that's sort of the first thing you do when someone is hurt. But anyway. And apparently there were also cars just driving past, not helping him out, you know, because um, he apparently believes that it was a racist attack. And apparently it was, uh, apparently it could possibly be a racist attack, but it's still being investigated. But now, what I, what I, what I sort of have a problem with is how long the story was. He literally just went on and on and on. He described how he was running at whatever pace, his Nike, whatever, the Nike app. What's that app that 
that everyone uses these days. There he was using the app and he was talking up, he was breaking everything down. Like he was proper, properly giving us every single kind of thought that he was thinking when he was doing the jog. He didn't miss anything. In fact, this could be a TV drama. Whatever he put on there could easily be on Lifetime. You know, Lifetime likes those stories about I was jogging. I got, you know, and now, you know, if I were him, I would be, I would obviously be trying to track down this Audi. And because in the time that he wrote that story, he could have gone to the police station and reported the case, which he pro- I guess he probably has done. And then also I would be at the RAF, the road accident fund. Because he got bumped on the side of the road. Don't you get compensation? Like, I would be going down there to also get my pay. Also, because they also compensate you for <laughs> your injuries. I would be, like, thinking of that, too. Regardless of the fact. But it, it still is a very sad story. And I feel very bad for him. Shame, man. I hope he finds the culprits who did this to him. And they get sorted out. Because that's also, like, that's attempted murder. And there's two witnesses. So he's got a pretty strong case if they could just find the car. But now in the Val, the Val is such a hard place to find anything because I don't even think there's street poles in the Val. So there's no, there's, I don't think there's a camera anywhere that's caught that car. It's a red Audi, but in the Val, everyone drives a van. So it might be easy to find a red Audi in the Val. <laughs> so moving along, um, remember Zola 7? Zola? He had that show where he helped people. And then last year, he was fired from another show he was doing, where he basically helps people find their fathers and they do the paternity test and they find out. And then only to find that he wasn't paying Babchalt for his own kids. So they fired him because of that. And that was the issue. So apparently he's been married for seven years. Seven whole years and none of us knew about it. Like, if ever there was a best kept secret, that's the secret. So apparently he's got this wife and they don't live in the same house, which is also a bit weird. She lives with his mom with the two kids. So the one child is seven years old and the other child is two years old. And so if they have kids together, then they're having sex. Now my question is, I don't know about you, but I can't imagine myself having sex in my mother's house. And that's what they do, probably, because he feels that the, his house in Malville is not the right atmosphere to raise two kids, which I can understand because I've seen his house. It's got spray painting outside. The door is, the gate is always open. <laughs> so, I don't, the gate's always open. There's always someone who's either sitting at the gate or someone inside the gate or there's someone going in, there's someone going out. It's a very busy house. And I'd expect that because he's also got a studio in the house and he uses the house. He, he, he rents the studio out to people and that's how he's been able to keep afloat and also be able to keep the house because the house is bought. It is in his name. And, you know, we all know that his hustle hasn't been that great. So obviously the studio is, is very busy. But like, what else could he be doing? Like, I imagine, like, I know he's not wild. Like, I know he's not wild. I've seen him a few times around and he's a pretty decent guy. You know, he's, he, he doesn't really, I've never seen him holding a drink also. 
Unless he drinks at home. But like, you can imagine there's always boys over there. And the boys bring girls to the studio. And it's probably never really always home. So she would, she'd probably be at home there with the kids. And the kids would walk into the recording studio. You know, you know, you come back from school with your friends. Let's go to the studio. There they open the studio and you know that people who are, in the music industry get up to get up to all sorts of things like you just walk in and there's this poor seven-year-old child walks in and sees a bum pressed against the window into the studio and there is whoever is an artist busy with with a girl over there or maybe there's 10 girls in the room and they're all busy with something so i understand that bit but for seven years for the wife to be living like who cooks for him in Malville who not that she has to I mean I know the feminists on Twitter are going to get outraged because all the feminists are so busy these days on Twitter they're very woke and they just feel like they're going to tell us what's what so I'm not even going to go there but like who cooks and helps him out in the house like like he's been living alone fine before that but still like it's 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 kind of weird for me that it's done at home and obviously he's not going to bring her there because then that's also an atmosphere he doesn't want her in and we'd know about it then if he was bringing her to the house there must be someone who would have been telling us about her going to the house so he goes home and then like can you imagine them, <laughs> them getting it on in the in the, in the in, in the mother's house Because maybe she's in the bedroom next door I think that Zola probably made the house bigger For his mom So he probably extended the house Because you know in Soito by default You get like a four room house And he probably made it bigger And there's a there's another bedroom And he had to turn that his actual bedroom Into a master bedroom And there's the other kids and his family There's like um his brothers That also live with his parents or whatever So they have to like muffle their screams Like she can't be be screaming hallelujah she can't be saying anything she has to be quiet she has to be mute that that is also the sex they have is as secret as the actual marriage because now there is there's nothing like it's not the best sex it's sex that's done just to have sex oh my gosh what kind of marriage is that you know, personally, I just think if Zola wanted to do that, he's got that studio there and it's a studio space. So he could have got maybe another house or maybe he could have got a house next door to that one. Or it's a, it's a big house. Like, like it's a very big house. He could have had a separate entrance to the studio and that's the studio space because I think that's what Arthur has in Madrid where he lives. He's got a, a separate entrance and it's, it's far. He can do that because I've seen it's a huge yard. That wall is a long walk on its own. Like you can park five cars outside of Zola's house and still keep them just outside his yard. So I think he could have just separated the entrance and just kept it there and kept um his own business in the house. And you're able to do that. put barbed wire in between so people can't jump over and all of a sudden you see a budding guaito star at your fridge drinking milk out of the carton. So yeah, Zola. Anyway, we'll be back after this. At Sibanya Gold, we believe leaders are made, not born. We also believe we can create a sustainable legacy by helping to develop tomorrow's leaders today. Which is why we have partnered with the Leadership Platform to nurture leaders who are committed to growing our country's economy. We are proud to say it's an initiative that's already showing glittering results. Sibanya Gold. We are one. This is CliffCentral.com. 
You're listening to The Tea with All We on Cliff Central. <laughs> and I'm having a good time. I hope you're having a good time too. So um, I'm just here to spill the tea about everything, anything and everything. And we've been through some very good stories. Of course, Bonang broke the internet again about this story with AKA and Zintle. I mean, you know what? It never lasts. Secondly, um, Tapela Mukwena and his hit and run and his very, very long, long, long story. And Zola being secretly married for seven years. So celebrities are up to quite a lot. The celebrities don't sleep in December. Anyway, anyone with eyes knows that maps and Nomzamo are dating. If you don't know that Mabs and Nomzamo are dating, then I don't know what world you're living in. And they sort of started dating like, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, Brad Pitt and, and Angelina Jolie. You know, they were in that movie, The Love Story, and they, they shot it like two years ago or a year and a half ago. And it only came out last year, but they were already dating because that's where they met. And, you know, it's like, a, it's like a, a fairy tale type of thing. So Nomzama t- put a picture up on Instagram last week about Maps dropping into Guamashu at her home where she's from. And she was there. The kids were excited to see Maps. They all came over. Nomzama's house was full outside, as if it isn't already full, because Nomzama herself, I'm sure whenever she comes, it's hometown glory all the time. So there he was. But now there's a story behind everything that was happening. Because Maps also put up a, a picture, um, uh, a picture talking about how he is, he, how he's, th- how he thanked, um, everyone in KZN. And he was like, um, I, I've had such a great time. I drank umkombo with Zulu people and people who are possibly soon to be loved ones and that kind of thing. And that alluded to a lot of things. So a journalist dug deeper and found that they might be a story. So apparently that was a welcoming ceremony for maps into Nomzamo's family. Like I'm not Zulu, so I don't know what it's about, but I assume, you know, you, you, you slaughter a chicken or you slaughter a goat and then they spill the blood and then, and then, and then there's your blood or no, then that would be a sacrifice or something. But this is basically, he came in and he's part of the family, apparently. And apparently, <laughs> Maps gave the neighbors 300 rand each, <laughs> welcoming him into, into the fold. So, you, you, you know, like, you, you know, like when you, when you, when you go back to your, to your neighborhood, some people may understand this and then people are like, um, no man, we see you doing big things. How about you buy me a beer? You know, your friends who do that. So that was, that was probably that kind of thing, like, Oh, you know, let me give you 300 rand for welcoming me. You know, he was making it rain. I can't imagine him and how he, like, how do you even plan that? Like, does Maps roll with like 3,000 rand in his pocket to give to neighbors? Or like, were the neighbors all there? And how did he count? Like, what a specific amount? How did it become 300 rand? Why isn't it like, like, I'm a, my digits are always like a number that's like normal. Like, 200 rand, 100 rand, 500 rand. You know the numbers that show up on the ATM? 300 rand? What an awkward, awkward amount. Like she probably, did she brief him also and say, you must give the neighbors money. And the neighbors were also, and then he was like, okay, so let's budget. And then he looked at how much he got for 
the last ad he did and he was like, okay, from this money, let's get like 6,000 rand and then we're going to give 300 rand to each people. And wouldn't it be awkward if the notes ran out and there were still people waiting in the queue? Or did he like go house to house and like go and give people 300 rand house to house? It's still like a bit weird for me. Anyway, so apparently there were a whole lot of family members and Maps was into it. It's one a boy from Joburg. And there he goes drinking umkumbuti with the family, you know. So clearly he wasn't watching his carbs. He is cool and content. And I guess if you have a six pack like Maps does, he's probably going to sweat it off later anyway. So he didn't have to worry about that. But it was just... It was just a good, with that, according to that post that he posted about Durban and his experience in Durban, it must have been very nice. And it seems that things are serious because Nomzamo met Maps, I don't know if you remember, last, Maps' parents on the red carpet and he introduced them. But I don't know what they were launching. But anyway, the parents were there and he introduced them there. So, but you know when a girl introduces like it's different Especially with black families It's very different Like when the guy's introducing his girlfriend It's sort of Like a guy can introduce a new girlfriend every single month And it wouldn't be a problem But like for a girl it's kind of a big deal Because if you're bringing a guy home This should be the guy that you're probably going to marry And so if she's bringing him home Then it must be like really serious And if she's doing a welcoming ceremony You don't just do a ceremony for someone you're dating Come on You don't just you, you don't go and get someone to fly all the way to KZN and come and drink Mkomboti with the family if you're not going to marry him. Like, it's, it's, that's just not how life works. So there must be something serious. But apparently, Nomzamo said, um, to the journalist who called her, she was like, uh-uh, none of that is, that's bullshit and please don't call me or I will, or I will, um, report you for harassment to the police or something like that. And, I don't remember what Maps said. I think Maps said, no, the story didn't happen. He was just in KZN, visiting KZN on a holiday. And he's been holidaying, so his wallet must be doing well. No wonder he's giving people 300 rands. I mean, he went to Miami. If you remember last week, they were in Miami. And they were at Diddy's party. Nomzama was dancing with Diddy. It was a good time. I wish I was there. It was... (laughs) So... I guess now Maps is back here and they've got a bless, they've got the blessing of the family. And as far as I know, they don't live in the same place. Maybe now they've moved in together, but it would be nice. Like, wouldn't it be nice if they were engaged? Because they're a pretty good looking couple. Number one. Number two, Maps is such a gentleman and Nomzama is such a lady, you know, and it's like such a power couple in the making. This is like your Romeo and Basitana of the now. And we haven't had a celebrity wedding. I mean, we're not getting it from, we're not getting a celebrity wedding from any of the It Girls soon. Minnie broke up with Kune. You know, um, Bonang broke up with Euphonic, broke up with AKA. You know, it, we could have Boiti and Casper, but that's a story for another day because apparently they're not together anymore. And if they do, get, they're engaged, but also Boiti was engaged last year also to Eugene apparently, and that fell through. And, it seems that there's <laughs> trouble in paradise, but it's not. It's not funny because apparently she was kicked out of the house of Casper's house by his entourage and not even by him. That's a whole other kind of thing to be dealing with. Like, if that's a true story, I'm not going to marry Casper for shit. 
mean, if if your friends can kick me out of your house and you're not the one doing the kicking out of the house, then it says a lot about you. But also, we don't know the full story, and as much until we know like the full story, the full lowdown, we'll never know, and we'll never know if Boiti is going to be getting married. But back to Maps, I think it would be a beautiful wedding. Maps and Omzamo, they would be a power couple. They would look nice at all sorts of events. The guest list would include all sorts of great people. Like, that's the one time that you'll probably ever see. Like, I think the president would even attend because this is like love. And I heard, I heard the president is a big fan of Isibaya also. But I think this would be like a very big thing. You know what I mean? So I think, I think they should get married. They should, they shouldn't deny. If they're engaged, they're engaged. I hope they are. And I hope they get married. And I hope all the best for them. Cliffcentral.com. You're listening to Clip Central and don't forget you can tweet us on at cliffcentral.com and you can also get us on Facebook on Cliff Central and WeChat with Cliff Central to connect. You say, uh, message MSG, the number two and show, message to show. So anyway, um, I've been breaking down all the stories to you just before we, le- we went to that song. I was talking about Nomzamo and, and Maps getting married and now, it appears that tall ass Mo owes money for massages. <laughs> apparently maps. Apparently, um, oh, tall ass Mo. Sorry, I can't stop thinking about maps. Um, <laughs> tall ass Mo, for obvious reasons, because the next person I'm talking about does not have a six pack. Tall ass Mo owes money for a massage that he got in the free state in Tabanchu. So apparently, tall ass Mo walks into this beauty parlor, massage parlor, spa, whatever, and he gets a massage, a full massage, and he paid 610 rand. Very specific amount also. Apparently the massage costs 1,150 rand. So he came short and he apparently was like, so does this ish. I don't have enough money. I'm going to go to the ATM and come back and pay. So obviously, and you can imagine these girls. I've seen these types of girls that are standing at the counter. They're giggling. It's tall as more. Obviously he's going to come back. We know him. He's probably been, sorry, been telling jokes. The whole time, you know, it was a good, the, even the girl who was massaging was probably laughing the whole way as she was busy massaging him. So you've sort of built a relationship, like a five minute relationship and you sort of answer, ah oh, man, it's no, I can trust him. You can, tr- you can trust someone after a good massage, can't you? Because now you've seen each other, well, she's seen him semi naked and you can trust anyone who you see naked unless they leak your nudes. Anyway, so he apparently went out and never came back. And then he was caught, he was, he, he obviously about this, he says that he forgot because he was rushing to his gig after the massage. And in forgetting that, he ca- carried on to the gig and then he left the free state, which could be true. But also, he then, this is where it gets scandalous. He then goes and he sends an SMS to the people that were doing the massage. So let me quote him. He says, there is a thing called Twitter and Google. You could easily have found me. Or do you want free publicity? I'm in Zanzibar right now getting the best spa treatments you cannot provide. I will make your payment. Please don't ever contact me again or use my images to market your spa. I will sue you. That's a bit mean. Like, you, <laughs> that's not nice. Like, I know he's a joker, but that's not a joke. That is outright mean. And also, you went and had the full massage, Mo. 
You went, you lay on it, you didn't stop them halfway. Never mind that you having proper spa treatment in Zanzibar. You went there and you got the massage and you finished getting the massage. I understand if he left like 60% through the massage and he felt like, actually, I can't give you a chance anymore. So I'll be 60%. Which is the 610 rand No, you stayed, you got a massage You had a full massage And you even said you're going to come back and pay If you promised to come back and pay It means that you were going to pay for it because you were satisfied And also, like, you know Mo, Tolas Mo If he wasn't satisfied with the massage He would have proper vocalized it Like, he would have proper said You know what, actually, I'm not going to pay for this It wasn't a good massage I'm not satisfied with the service You know, it's Mo, it's, it's Tolas Mo and then to come and and say that was kind of like for me, I don't know, I think I believe his story that he forgot. But I just think he shouldn't have attacked the people there. He should have just said sorry. And also on their side, why did they go to Daily Sun? Obviously when he gets there, he writes his phone number down on the thing, I'm sure, when he when he signs in. But also, Tall Asmo on his Twitter profile probably has a bookings a bookings details thing. You can send those people a message and say he didn't pay and he will answer. And I think, I think his wife manages his affairs. So mommy would have seen that message and she would have dealt with it promptly. Like you, there were so many ways. He's right when he says there's Twitter, there's Google. You can find someone in South Africa. It's the easiest thing to find and contact a celebrity if you have the internet. And these girls decided that no. This is what we're going to do. We're going to take the picture we took with him. They even took pictures with him. They took pictures with him. In fact, I think he shouldn't even pay this bill, actually. Mo, don't send them the money because they just got free advertisement in a publication, in a Sunday publication. People are going there. They've probably got a queue outside of people who want the same treatment. They probably even named a massage and called it the tallest Mo, and it costs 610 rand. That's what I'm thinking. So <laughs> I just feel like, yeah, d- guys, don't do this. Don't, you shouldn't have gone to the papers and told us more. You shouldn't even pay them because you've done enough. They are going to make a lot more this week because of you. This is cliffcentral.com. So you're listening to the tea with me, DJ Olwe. Maybe I should try this rap thing or not. Anyway, we have a message. From on on WeChat, and the message comes from Sbego, ne? I'm sure it's Sbego, S B E K O, on WeChat, and he says, "Oh, we boss zonke, thank you. Can you please tell me about that girl who lied on Twitter about her sister dying? It was a friend, I think. So, well, you know, yesterday I was like I told you, I found my car smashed and grabbed, and I went out to go live my best life and hearties on a boat." So I wasn't able to follow the story fully. But in the bits that I've caught, apparently there's a girl called um, Jaskuti who tweeted about this whole story. And I mean, one of the tweets I came across was was labeled number 63. Guys, 63 is a long way and I can't catch up with it right now. But so apparently she lied about the whole story and no one knows. And I was saying earlier that, well, she hasn't tweeted in four days, this girl, apparently. And... Well, if she's not, if she's, if the story is, tr- is not true and if she's not dead, and I hope she's not dead and it was not true, but if, if she hasn't tweeted for four days, maybe she just doesn't have data, guys. But seriously speaking, to lie like that and have that kind of story, and apparently, like, 
journalists even wrote about it. And it's these Twitter journalists that I have been talking about that go and troll timelines and find stories on the timeline because they get the wrong story on the timeline without investigating because you know, I mean, I did journalism in varsity and the first thing you learn is that you have to have at least two sources. You go and find two sources who are going to proper comment. I even heard that apparently the FBI contacted Vitz to confirm the story. Like, that's so deep. Can you imagine? There are people sitting in an office somewhere because I guess no one knows where the FBI is. And there they are concerned about this girl and they want to know about this girl. And only to find that this girl is lying. A whole entire story just to trend. People are doing the most to trend. So... I hope we can find out more about the story because it's really sad if it happened. And um, condolences to the family if it's true. See, there's too many ifs in the story, actually. Anyway, um, the Golden Globes happened while we were asleep. I'm sure some of you woke up. I was turning all the way up in the club, dancing some more. So I missed them. I got home at 6 this morning. And the and they were hosted by Ricky Gervais again, if that's how you say his name. Or oh, is it Gervais? I don't know. It was Ricky from The Office. And Lady Gaga <laughs> won Best Actress in a Limited Series or TV Movie. So she won a Golden Globe for actually acting. And that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. And I don't, I don't not believe that she can act. I think she's probably, she, she make a great actress because you've seen her music videos. And if her music videos are anything to go by and her performances, it makes sense that she'd win the award. Like, I don't think she's, an amazing actress like she would but I think she's a good enough actress to stand amongst other actresses. you know she's not like Beyonce Beyonce Sachs is an actress and I'm very glad that she's not starring in the Saki Batman movie well if that's not a lie also because we've been lied to in the social media this weekend and um so anyway there's Gaga winning her award and this is her moment she walks out of her seat starts strolling down the the aisle and she bumps Leonardo DiCaprio's DiCaprio's chair who also won shame and you know what that means that means that because he also ate liver in that movie what's that movie called The Revenant he ate he ate liver of 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 a thing what's that animal that the avatar uses in the <laughs> the bison so <laughs> he ate he ate the liver of a bison raw liver for the movie that's like that's dedication to winning an oscar because he's never won an oscar and you'd never believe it but he's actually never won an oscar so to win a go- golden globe you know that everyone spills over from the golden globes and wins an oscar so this might be it for him. He might finally be getting the chance to get his Oscar because he went all the way out. And they won other awards. The Revenant won more than one. It won like four awards. So that's pretty much a very great thing. Congratulations to DiCaprio. But anyway, the story I was telling is that as Gaga's going down, she bumps Leonardo's seat and it doesn't end there. He turned around and then on realizing it's her, he grimaced and he said to her side eye, which might have been a joke. Or not, but who says side eye? You sort of give a side eye, as far as I know. And he did not give a side eye. He said side eye. Who says side eye? Who says it? Like you say it on Twitter because you're writing it. Or now, if you've got emojis, because we do, we've got good phones, you put the eyes up and it's fine. Who says side eye? But also, as much as he doesn't look his age, he's almost 50. So it's understandable he's that guy. Anyway, um, 
What else? Uh, a few other winners that are also notable. Taraji P. Henson won Best Actress in a TV Series or Drama. Sylvester Stallone won Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture for the movie Creed. Like, Sylvester Stallone? Where did they find him? Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, and also um, in Breaking the Internet News, since that, that's all I have from the Golden Globe, by the way, but from the Golden Globes, by the way, um, that's all I'm interested in from the Golden Globes. God knows I'm not going to watch that show tonight. And also, lastly, my fave, Beyonce broke the internet this weekend. No one's been talking about lip sync battle. Like, it's not a big thing. Time magazine even wrote an article about the fact that Beyonce walked on stage for 20 seconds. Like... Who is this woman? I think she even had a, te- a different technical writer. So what was happening on Lip Sync Battle was, um, who is that guy? Well, from, um, oh, how can I forget his name? But I remember Channing Tatum. Sorry. So Channing Tatum was on stage doing Run the World by Beyonce, lip syncing it. And he was, he was pitted against his wife on the lip sync battle. So as it gets to the part where they go, who are we? And the doors open and then she walks in. And she does the who are we, what we run, run the world girls dance. And then she, she hugs Channing and then she walks out. I think the technical rider changed in that moment. Apparently she got $500,000, um, for 20 seconds to just walk in and walk out. And she probably had her whole squad because her hair was doing the most in the video. You have to go on YouTube and check the video out. She walks in and then all of a sudden the lights are brighter. The fans are going faster because for Channing, his hair was moving like slightly. And then when Beyonce comes in, her hair went all the way up like it does in the concerts. Like she had a technical rider for 20 seconds of a song. If that's not power, I don't know what is. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to me. Um, tune in again. Well, stay tuned to Cliff Central. We're here all day. We're doing the most and I'll be doing the most next time on the team. This is cliffcentral.com.